0: All right, fine, I'll I'll line up another one. I'll line up another one. This has been my life for the last like two weeks, basically. Um, I will let you guys identify who I am in this scene, and I will let you guys identify who the Lakers and Nets are in this scene. Um, I will go ahead and play now. I I can't believe
1: you guys. Do you both wake up in
0: the morning, call each other up? Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? All right. So how are we going to fuck up the captain's life today? every single morning what's the new leak Kyrie wants to stay in brooklyn huh awesome fantastic lebron doesn't you want to make eye contact with with russell westbrook sure what the hell let's do this that's been my <laughs> yours too probably but this has been my life for the last two weeks is waking up every morning to some new nonsensical stupid leak that is somebody applying pressure to another person to get them to do this thing and I finally had enough. And, and on yesterday's episode with Harrison, I said that I think if if all, and we don't know for sure, but there are reports indicating that if the Lakers had included that second pick, this deal would have been done already. I have reached the point now where I just say, you know what? Uh, given how quickly leverage can swing in the NBA, I do think that it's probably worth it to throw the extra first round pick in there Take on Joe Harris so long as it also gets you Seth Curry, and go into the season next year with Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, and Joe Harris in exchange for Russ and Talon and maybe none. I think would would probably heat be how that goes down. That's how. That's where I currently stand. Um, did the chances of and you can be as careful as you have to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But did the did the likelihood of a Kyrie Irving Lakers trade? increase or decrease as a result of how things played out with deandre ayton do you think
1: so this is me supposing this is me i haven't i haven't been in the i haven't talked to anybody yeah
0: i'm not yeah
1: yeah since then so so i this does not this is not for aggregation this is not i'm just fat. talking about
0: like like macro sense if you were yes my e- like e- guess is okay if you weren't so, even in your current spot like if you yeah, were looking yeah, at yeah, this yeah, yeah, if yeah. this was happening somewhere else because we know it hurt their chances at kevin durant which to me tells me that it hurts the Lakers' chances at Kyrie Irving because any time Kevin Durant becomes less likely to be moved, that makes it more likely that he and Kyrie return to Brooklyn. So that's so like on a, very, that. on a very on a very macro sense, that's where I'm starting here. I,
1: I I agree with that. So my issue that I texted you about yesterday, my yeah. issue, and you did it again. My issue is the framing that if the Lakers had just been willing to include more of whatever another draft, draft pick or whatever that this would be done or would have been done already and the lakers wouldn't have to face this more uncertainty after the events of yesterday so that i that i push back against okay i'm not saying uh, maybe because maybe i don't like it presented as fact just maybe maybe um well, i, I do think i do think that I do think that it's so I don't see a deal for KD to Phoenix anymore, at least in, you know, this off season. No, um, obviously Aiton is off, off the table. I, so I, I think it is less likely, or that is one, one destination in, a, if you believe reporting, KD's preferred destination. I believe they are off the table at least for this off season. So I think it becomes less likely that like percentage, we can put whatever percentage you want on it, but I, I believe it becomes X percentage less likely that KD gets traded this off season as a result of uh, the, the Phoenix and in Indiana and eight and stuff. So I do think that that impacts um, the Kyrie situation, whether or not he'll get traded. I, I think it makes it less likely that he gets moved again it could be 1% less likely. It could be 70% less likely. But I do think it is less likely he get mo- he gets moved. Um, because, as we've talked about before, I think the at minimum the Nets want some sort of clarity on the KD situation before Kyrie gets moved. Does that mean that KD is getting traded? Maybe. But I do think that the Kyrie decision or decisions come after the KD decisions. So... I do believe that it is somewhat less likely um, that Kyrie gets traded now than it was, whatever, 48 hours ago.
0: So what you're essentially saying or what Lakers fans essentially need to be rooting for now is somebody between Toronto and Miami to up their current offer. Because that appears to be what Brooklyn is waiting for. They don't like the offer that, that Masai Ujiri has put on the table so far. They don't like the uh, offer. I mean, whatever or, offers, whoever has put out there.
1: Right. But, but
0: particularly yeah. those two teams, right? Because those are the two uh, teams there, that there are others.
1: There, there, well, are no, I'm,
0: no, I'm, I'm not saying that those are the only teams that have made offers. I'm saying that the two teams that marks can realistically send Kevin Durant to. No, there's others.
1: You know? There's others. Not on his list. Well, Toronto's not on his list either. Oh, no, it was it was Phoenix and then Miami. It was Phoenix number 1 and Oh, Miami. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And if mm-hmm. Okay, um Hennessy is delicious. There are other places that I have heard that Kevin is willing to go. Um mm-hmm. there have been some things out there about There's a lot of flirting
0: going on with Golden State. There's a lot of flirting.
1: There is. There has Draymond Green is
0: basically just like outright standing for Kevin Durant on his podcast every other day.
1: Um, that is true. And and Rick Bucher, I think it I think it was, said that. Steph and Katie are talking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that to be true. Um, I have heard I have heard that. Steph and KD and Dre and Clay are on a group chat talking about all this stuff. I don't know that to be true personally, but I've heard it. Um, So the point is, that is another option, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's been some stuff about uh, Memphis out there. There's been some stuff about the Pelicans out there. I don't see it for any one of those. Obviously, Zion uh, signed his his extension, so he's untradeable like Aiden. He's untradeable for six months. So I don't think it is just Miami and Toronto. It, Miami is the only one we know of that is still on his list. Um, but I have also heard recently, in Summer League, there was some stuff going around, including from some very connected people that, that KD was wavering on his, his request that he might actually want to go back mm-hmm. or be open to going back. I have heard since I've gotten back from summer league, I have heard that that is not the case. Yeah. Shams also reported he's that what he's, he's done there. Yeah. So then it becomes like, a is he so of,
0: done that he would hold out though? Do you think?
1: Like, I doubt it. I that's think what's, I doubt it.
0: That's the, the big next domino that needs to fall is Kevin Durant or somebody leaking around Kevin Durant saying that, if he doesn't get traded, he's not playing.
1: Yeah, I doubt it. Um, he's not that kind of guy. I you don't know, think so. And, to your and point. Yeah. And he just like, he's a Hooper, right? Shout out. Actually not shout out, but like yeah. ball is stop or don't stop or ball is live, whatever that is. That like account. <laughs> the true Hooper, or he's a real hoop, whatever, but whatever that is, like Kevin Durant is that. And Kevin Durant's like, a, he's a different dude. And I, he doesn't have, at least in my experience, he doesn't have a lot of interests outside of basketball. Yeah. And so, like, the thought of him just sitting out and not hooping when he can hoop doesn't hold a lot of water for me. But my point is there are other teams out there, even ones that are not on his official list or his leaked list. But I don't know that any of them have real incentive to up whatever offers Brooklyn has not been yeah, excited Happy. about thus far because they're they don't feel I don't think teams feel like they're bidding against anybody for him yeah
0: I I well it's everybody seems to have hit the same plateau right they've they've all reached the glass ceiling and and their offers are not getting any better than that and what I'm saying is that Lakers fans basically have to sit back and for right now wait for somebody to break through that glass ceiling and make a better offer than they have made so far. And and until that happens, we're all just kind of stuck here in limbo waiting for this Kyrie situation to, to figure itself out. And that's why I'm saying if, mm-hmm. not saying given that we know that, I'm saying if all that is necessary here for the Lakers just to get in, in Brooklyn's ear and say, hey, Kevin isn't returning to you. Just get this done, get it out of the way so you know exactly what you're working with in this Kevin Durant situation too. Here's the the, the extra pick that you want. Here's the extra contract that you want. Here's so we can all make this work. San Antonio apparently wants an unprotected first rounder to take on Russ's contract, I guess, in this situation. Um, let's just get this done, knock it out, get it all done. Because the one, the one overriding uh, message or lesson from Vegas, as we saw it, Apart from, like, I really like what we saw schematically from Darvin Ham's offense so far this year uh, in, mm-hmm. in Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like Scottie Pippen Jr.'s game. I don't think he's going to be ready for the parent team next year, but I see a future for him as, like, a solid backup Tyus Jones's uh, point guard for for his career. I think that's really exciting. Cole Swider's shot is about as pretty as I've seen for a player at this age. His defense is about as bad as I've seen for a player, <laughs> for a player at his age. But, you sure but, it? Yeah, but but I, but I, but anyway, sure the, the the biggest overriding, uh, the biggest overriding lesson from from Vegas so far this year has been uh, LeBron's response every time he's asked to to, to make eye contact with uh, Russell Westbrook. What the fuck? he was not interested bud he was it was like you were in the building I and was. and and a bunch of our other friends were in the building and it was all that anybody was talking about friday night in vegas the fact that so in the hours leading up to that and the day or so leading up to that we got the 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 leak from windhorse that lebron couldn't possibly care less about the 2029 pick which again makes sense but that was okay. the leak before that that preceded the situation and then the following night LeBron is in the same arena with Russell Westbrook and doesn't doesn't interact with him at all as players and future teammates or and, and Rob Polinka and coaches are and whatever Kurt Rambis' title is, as they come down and talk to uh LeBron, that's all going on. Russ stays at his end, LeBron stays at his end. There is no way the Lakers can honestly go into next season with those two guys on the same roster. There's just no way. And, and so like my question to you is if, if LeBron or if Kyrie is less likely than it was 48 hours ago, does that make Heald and Turner for Russ more likely? Because I, I just, you can, you can be as you can just tell me Hennessy is, is, (laughs) is, is delicious if you want, but, but I just don't see a world in which LeBron and Russ can be on the same
1: roster next year. Just no, no possible way. I think, I think that is fair. Um, I mean, the same though is true from the outside. The same is true of everything going on in Brooklyn, right? Like, and I think both teams, no, I'm not going to say that. I think that, I think that is true in Brooklyn also. Mm -hmm. Um, And you guys on, uh, on the lounge yesterday were, were, uh, It was so adorable. You guys talking about Raj (laughs) and about like, what was the plan, right? It was, it was pretty adorable. Um, (laughs) But like part of, of the Lakers plans, theoretically, or backup plans are still in play. If you believe what is out there in the, in reporting and in the world and heels and Turner for Russ. Yeah. Right. I mean, there are still things like Indiana was thought of Charlotte was thought of, right. All of that. So, um, I do think that I, 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 it's not even specifically about the Lakers. I do think it is more likely that Kyrie doesn't get traded compared to before because it seems less likely KD. We took one KD place yeah. off the board. So if they're going to bring KD back, it seems like more likely, or at least they have the negotiating place of saying, Oh, we'll, we'll just bring him back. Um, those leaks have been out there also Kyrie's agent has or some source close to Kyrie as you guys talked about <laughs> yesterday talked about you know somebody close enough to, right yeah. somebody close enough to Kyrie who speaks in legalese who could that possibly possibly be um I do <laughs> but I do think it is fair to have like questions and be concerned and um feel like it's less likely than it was before I think that is I think that is a fair position to take yeah and 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 that's all i'm like the whole point of the the
0: little column i don't even like calling it a column because i don't seem important i don't feel important enough to write a column but the the little post that i wrote yesterday and and uh that i read on on this morning's lowdown was basically that leverage in the nba can it's it changes just as quickly as the wind out here in texas and, and yeah, yeah i'm going to tell you right now Wind changes really quickly out here. I don't like. I've seen uh, clouds going in two different directions in my backyard, and I'm like, "How Uh, does that even happen?" I
1: I don't like. I'm not really into baseball anymore. Yeah, mostly because I'm an A's fan, and it's a miserable experience. Hey Joe, but I still buy him. Uh huh. Let's hope. Um, I still, but I still am into playoff baseball because it's really exciting and fun and all of that. But isn't the thing like momentum in baseball is like? A fraction, fraction of an inch away. As, as much as like wait, momentum in, momentum in baseball carries over like f- from game to game based on whoever the starting pitcher is in the next game, right? Yeah. Like it is very fleeting. Yeah. And that is true in the NBA, also, right? Leverage well, leverage is also leverage is fleeting. Yes. Right. And 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 that's why and and by the way, I also said over the
0: course of the week that I understood if Rob was taking the the approach of yeah, we do have the leverage here, but if I overplay my hand, just as we saw with Magic and Dell Demps, if you try to overplay your hand and offer KCP Rondo and a poo-poo platter, that's not going to make Demps want to talk to you when, when it comes time to trade away the franchise player that they have groomed for the last six years. Uh, so I understood, like, it, it is a balance of, of of these things, but part of that balance is parting with something like again like the 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 way that I phrased it to Harrison yesterday and on the on the column that I wrote this, yes last night was like if I would have told you in a vacuum you could get rid of Russell Westbrook and his 47 million dollar expiring contract and bring in a player who fits as perfectly at least offensively as Kyrie Irving does and all it would take is as we see Rudy Gobert for go for essentially seven first round picks, and Donovan Mitchell get ready to go for six of, for for his self. Um Dejounte Murray goes for what four or five? Three, three. It was it three? Okay, so yeah, yeah. The, if if I was just to tell you, hey, yeah, a couple and, and some guys, yeah, a couple. The Lakers, the, history, yeah. the Lakers could do this, and all it's going to cost them is a player that they everybody knows they can't bring back in two first round picks. Like what are, what are we doing here? What's, what's, what's the holdup? Right. And, and again, like you said, this is if this is, I'm not saying that this is definitely the case, yes. but I'm saying if that is the case, then it forces me to ask, okay, why? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's like, it's like you're watching a scary movie and somebody's like, yeah, I got to go down and check the
1: basement. <laughs> okay. Why? Those steps are creaky.
0: Yeah. Right. There's no electricity down there. You got to check why there is I, I, I have the answer. I can tell you why there's no electricity down there. I have it's the cause... answer.
1: I have the answer. I don't care. I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. right. There's a front door right over there, guys.
1: Don't care. Right. It's like don't
0: care. was it was it like a Geico commercial or something like that where there oh, are yeah. the, the characters and they're like yes. But there's a running car right over there. Yeah, but we gotta go hide behind the chainsaws. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> but why? <Yeah. laughs> so so yeah, like that's that's where I, I I currently stand on these things. And I understand, and
1: I, but not all negotiations and not all situations are the same. In fact, they're all unique, right? Yeah. And there is, I will not mention him by name, but there is a reason that the person that that we're all talking about here, like is available at that price exactly yeah that's fair and let's combine that right one year left on his on the deal and let's combine that with you would then have to extend him yes and let's also combine that with it doesn't seem like anybody else is really out there that wants no Mm -hmm. so like How long let's do you be think let's be fair. Let's, be fair. let's be fair about it because let's be fair about it because let's talk about the Anthony Davis situation, the trade there and winning the trade, losing the negotiation, and you were just bidding against yourself, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So let's it's apply. That that I've that, made. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's apply that here too, where maybe you don't want to bid against yourself. No, I agree at some point you have to say fuck it and say, Are we gonna do this or not? Right. I agree. Yeah. I think that is fair. But is that point right now? Is that point next week? Is that point next month? So right. the, the, the reason, and again,
0: just to get back to like how flighty leverage can be, the concept of flight leverage can be, how long until some team out there says, wait, that's all it would cost for maybe only one year of Kyrie Irving? If some team changes their mind on that and the Lakers just miss their opportunity. And again, this is all if, right? This right. is all based on... Jovan Buha's reporting. I've done a little digging myself, and and this it, the the results on that are kind of, uh, I the, the, they're here and there. I, I haven't found any any definitive statement that that is actually the case. So I'm not willing to go as far as Jovan um, did there, uh, but I'm also not going to ignore Jovan's reporting on in in that regard. So I, I, you know, I, all I'm saying that if this is the case and if all it takes to get this resolved is the extra, sec, the first rounder and then whatever contracts necessary to bring in uh, Seth and or Joe Harris, or if it's in San Antonio and you get Josh Richardson or something like that, like if that is the case, then all I'm saying is, yeah, let's. Let's go get in the open car, the, the the running car over there. Let's get away from <laughs> let's get away from Leatherface and like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, yes, I think that is a fair position to take. Um, I'm not willing to say that. It, and That's you That's actually if. the case. Yeah. You said if no, and you said if this time. That was my thing on. The I've lounge. said if all along. How dare you? <laughs> Well you did I think you did in the first half of the episode but the the part that I heard first, which was the second half <laughs> of the episode was uh I, I think Harrison had been poking you a little bit too much poking the bear a little bit too much. yeah Harrison's you, you,
0: superpower man.
1: yeah yeah he it did um yeah no, there's look there's a different there's a different like risk versus reward threshold for for everybody and I get it. I, it isn't to say that you, where your your position on this is wrong. Let's assume that that's all it would take, right? Um, Your position is not wrong. It's just everybody has a different risk and reward threshold for that. Like, do we have to do this? How much, how long are we willing to play this out and play chicken? Mm-hmm. Is anybody else going to come? Is another team going to come in and, you know, become a suitor at some point? Like there's a risk and reward calculation every day. And you're right leverage does change it is fluid so that is a calculation that has to be made every day i'm okay with the place that the lakers are in now but as you as we've just been talking about it is fluid and maybe i wouldn't be tomorrow but everybody has a different threshold for for risk and reward yeah all right let's uh
0: let's wrap this thing up you just got back from Vegas. I actually I just in my email got an uh, got an email, Mark's in in Mark Stein's new Substack and in his oh, dispatch from Vegas. Should I just skim oh, okay. it really quick? I'll just say, while while you're giving while you're giving well, me a story. So this is
1: a really quick this is a really quick story and it and it again i'm not going to i'm not going to name them but
0: and like you said you this kind of perfectly sums up the atmosphere
1: that yes, is Las Vegas summer league. this is why i love summer league so much yeah. it's i mean
0: if you have a chance to go i'm telling all of you guys go, go. especially yeah, go. Go. especially if there's anybody listening to this who has any interest in this industry i literally would not be where i am right now without prior trips to vegas and yes. and, and and the networking that that goes on there so so just, that's
1: that's what it is the entire nba NBA, Twitter, front office people, player, everybody. They go to owner, governors, everybody. They go to Vegas for Summer League. So I do, I, I echo that. I encourage you to do that. It is an incredible networking opportunity. It is kind of like minor league baseball, the games. In so far as like, you can get more access to people. You can be closer. You can hear the sounds of everything. It's less produced than NBA games. Yeah. Um, And... So you get to like, and you get to hang out with with everybody and meet people that you haven't met from Twitter and all of that kind of thing and from different teams. And but the one moment that really like encapsulated what it is for me, and I ran into a million people, saw a million people, intentionally saw a bunch of people, but you also run into everybody around the league. But the one moment for it that really like encapsulated it for me was this was... Thursday night I think The nights are bleeding together But I think it was Thursday night And I was in line At whatever time I was in line I had a meeting um, At uh, the Cosmo At the Chandelier Bar at the Cosmo And then a couple buddies met me After the meeting And then I went to Secret Pizza And in line at Secret Pizza I ran into Bobby Marks Mm. And did but he I have a cell, cell phone on? <laughs> yeah, this time I believe he did. Um, Secret Pizza is really good. Uh, the Chandelier Bar is cool at the Cosmo, uh, and you got to get the the drink that with the flower that numbs your tongue. But so, in just like randomly around Vegas, right? You just run into people. So I chopped it up with him, and he reminded me that he wanted he wanted to talk about. Um, uh, possible trade between people that we've been talking about and he reminded me as i told you yesterday he reminded me that because of a trade kicker they actually could be traded uh one for one i'll let you Mm. decide (laughs) i'll let you say who those people are but it was just like it really and i probably knew that and forgotten or something but i was like oh yeah it was like it crystallized things for me like this is what Vegas summer league is. You just like randomly see people that you haven't seen in a while. Maybe that you don't know and meet. And the NBA is a very small world and a small community. And um, yeah, it was just, just go to go to summer league and go for the first weekend. And I also, who was it? I think it was a Rash. Had it, he put the idea out there because everybody around was making fun of the WNBA, that little baby trophy, the MVP, All Star MVP trophy. So Arash said, who actually, who I I saw also, said, why not do the WNBA All Star game at the first week of Summer League or first weekend of Summer League because everybody's there and they can make it a big deal, which I agree with. I think that, and LeBron retweeted it, but it's just like it is where the basketball world and the NBA world goes and descends on one place and everybody like connects and networks and does business and so i encourage everybody to go nba fans go i ran into a bunch of lakers fans and got to say hi and take pictures and all of that kind of thing it was it's just it's a really good time just go for the first weekend yeah um i think that
0: like not only not only because the thing that it's funny, uh, Seth Part now for the athletic just put mm-hmm. out his like tiers and and or rankings or however oh, you yeah, want to yeah, call yeah, them, yeah. And every time I, I go through something like that, something, yeah, yeah I think to myself like, holy shit, there is so much talent in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And and I think you know a few summer leagues ago, you would go and uh, I remember like the first one that I went to, it you know there were there were certainly some games and some matchups there where you are like. Oh, this isn't great basketball, but it's oh, no, still the basketball, no, 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 the basketball is bad. Let's be clear, well, the basketball well, is bad. But I think it, it won. I think it has gotten better. I think it has gotten better as more teams have invested in their G League situations and, and systems. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the the basketball and the culture around the basketball has gotten better. It's not just like AAU runs out there. Um, it, it to the same way that it was a few years ago. So I think that's if you just like basketball, I think it's a it's a great place to go out and watch decent enough basketball at a really cool vantage point. Yeah, and it's like forty
1: or fifty bucks, and you can watch basketball all day in two gyms.
0: And the the other funny thing here is, and and I'm probably I'm probably gonna get myself in trouble with some of the people that that might be listening to this, but but like like so, podcasting Twitter quote unquote fame is, Mm -hmm. is this really funny concept where like, you have a whole bunch of people who like are, are a real, really nervous to admit that they're hoping they get seen in the hallways and recognized in the hallways. Of course, a lot of people who aren't credentialed are sitting there in the in the stands. And I guarantee you, if you say hi to any of them, or any of us, I I enjoy this stuff. I, I freely admit, I get really excited if people say like, Oh, shit, I listen to your I love that stuff. You guys have made my life a really cool, taken my life to really cool places. Um, But if you're sitting there in in the arena, there's a good chance you're sitting next to somebody that you've interacted with on Twitter or you really like their content on Twitter. Tap them on the shoulder, ask them for a picture. It'll make their day. You'll really enjoy it. And there's a really good chance that that'll be, That's again, that's how my career started seven years ago. This was back when, this was before... I really started doing podcasting for uh silver screen and roll in an official capacity. I went there to the SB nation house, sat there with Mike Prada sat there with Seth, um, with Seth Pollock and, and, and and just kind of pick their brains about where they thought the industry was going and that was it, without those conversations over the years i wouldn't be here so if you are interested I in think, something i like think this, the first
1: time you and i actually met face to face was in, in vegas, vegas right like yeah. four or five years ago yeah
0: yeah and and you and i stayed up way too late playing uh video poker for free drinks <laughs> at, at your hotel <laughs> I don't remember that. And you and, I, you and I, you and I, you—I think we talked about podcasting because you and uh, Trudell still still did your guys a show back then. And you and I just talked about podcasting for like until like three thirty-four in the morning, um, playing video poker and drinking gin and tonics. Well, that's what I was drinking. You were, you I, were probably drinking Hennessy, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I but just go yes.
1: You're, what you're saying yeah. is correct.
0: It's it's a really cool setting. I was really bummed to have missed it this year. Uh, this will be the last time i miss it i'm making a personal promise and again like i said oh boy. if you see aaron or me and or me uh anybody walking around say hi like Please. You, we, we 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 love that stuff and the vast majority of the people especially the good people that you follow on twitter uh they're looking for that too that 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 makes their day as well all right that is going to do it for this episode. Actually, you know what? That isn't going to do it. Oh, I have one. I have left, Let's one last, one last hot take to get okay, off my chest please. before to get you guys into the weekend.
1: I heard there was a deep breath there and a sigh when you were going to say. I that. was so debating. I was here. debating whether or not Come I was going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Let it loose.
0: The Knicks but, would suck if they trade all that stuff for Donovan Mitchell in their backcourt. Is Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell? They're
1: not going to guard anybody.
0: They are. They would be terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, <laughs> They ain't gonna guard nobody. I,
1: I don't know how much longer we need to see the Steph Curry, Monte Ellis, Dame Lillard, yeah, EJ McCollum like archetype.
0: And now it's now it's Simons. Like now it's now yeah, it's right. Infinite. Well, yeah,
1: the, the Blazers need to see it again, yeah. clearly. Um, before we decide like two little guards, two little guys that create really the offense defend. and get buckets, and could just get buckets that are going to get picked on because of their size defensively. Yeah. That doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Knicks fans will overrate them and they'll say how much fun it is. And, oh my God, the Mecca is rocking again. And it's like, it'll, oh, no, and it by way, the way, it will be cool. And it'll rock they'll...
1: all the way to a five seed and they will get obliterated in the first round.
0: Yeah. So I just needed to say that I needed to get that off my chest. Yeah, right. I also by think the way, you're right about that. I also think, by the way, I don't think Minnesota's going to be very good. Where's I think there's...
1: Minnesota's going to be really good in the, uh, i think I'm, Minnesota's. I think Minnesota's going to be really good in the regular season. They need to get faster.
0: They need to find somebody with foot speed on their in their in their you group.
1: No, you can't play fast with Cat and go. No, but I'm you I'm saying cannot. I'm saying like
0: even in, I'm not even saying like run and gun. I'm saying like in the half court, like they're yeah, they're going to be so easy. there you go. Aunt, there you go. That's it. D'Angelo de, yes. yeah, Russell. De de it. DeAngelo <laughs> yeah. Russell has cement in his shoes. Ant is a legit athlete. Then you have Gobert and Cat, neither of whom I don't think can stay on a basketball court in the playoff situation. And who's there? Who's there? Vanderbilt. Yeah, he, he's Vanderbilt. a decent athlete. He's, he's a good athlete. athlete. Yeah. yeah, Um But but I, I just I, I'm nervous. They even have Kyle Anderson now there. Uh, Slow mo. Yeah, literally, who's nicknamed Slow mo? Uh, I just I'm nervous about the lack of, of foot speed out there. All right, I just heard a big crash outside here. I just had to get those two big. Too big, uh, hot takes to get off my chest. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. This week's episodes on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Thank you guys a ton for tuning in. We set records in in June. We are getting ready to break that record again here in July. That's despite me missing some time with vacation and then missing some time with COVID uh so Take my employers, what you will yeah but my employers uh that was me laying the foundation that was not uh my foundation no longer needing me just
1: <laughs> if you guys are listening are you right about that you are right about that i will back that up you are you are right about uh that.
0: so thank you guys a ton for all of that support we're going to keep on churning these things out we'll do a really full i my voice wasn't quite ready to do spaces this this last week so i'll be back on there we'll do um we have my show on Monday, we have spaces and taco Tuesday on Tuesday. We have, uh, we got what Raj and Sabrina on Wednesday, Harrison and me on Thursday, and then you and me again on Friday. Fun fun. Oh, and I'm talking with somebody who I guarantee you guys are going to want to listen in on the conversation with. I'm not going to say it cause I don't oh. want to jinx it quite yet, Oh, but it is somebody that you would enjoy on Monday, you're talking and about? will probably get aggregated on Monday. Uh, Either Monday or Friday. I'm working that out. Ooh. Yeah. So, so. Ooh. Yeah fun stuff I don't even know who
1: I don't even know who this is yeah for all of the people that are still listening an hour and eight minutes in I don't even know who this is okay I'm excited now you're
0: probably this is now part two so you've been listening
1: now for for 34 34 minutes minutes. yeah Yeah. okay this is all right yeah this is good that's a good that's a radio professional Mm -hmm. right there that's a tease yeah
0: laying that foundation you hear that bosses (laughs) talking (laughs) you guys